Welcome back to another episode of GEMS Podcast with Genesis Amaris Kemp, where the core pillars are to educate, inspire, and motivate. Sit back, relax, and enjoy this segment. Welcome back to GEMS Podcast. I am the host and founder, Miss Genesis Amaris Kemp, and with me today is Jim Marshall. And here's a bit about Mr. Marshall. He is a polymathic intellectual who has developed over 50,000 hours to the study and practice of multiple dimensions of human potential and development. He received a classical education as a honor student at the Jesuit Military Prep School, was, which was accepted into engineering school while still a junior in prep school and attended college on an academic scholarship. He graduated college with a bachelor's of science, cum laude, which, still an un, which is still an undergraduate. He began the study of alternate arts and science, which today would be described as transformational and holistic. Eventually, he became a professional practitioner, and after 28 years of formal education, he had a long career as a human-developed engineer. Jim has integrated the best aspects of the most advanced techniques on the planet and expanded their limits by his own research and discovery, some would say R&D. He has successfully treated and or trained hundreds of clients over 40 over his 40-year career and is the inventor of Septemics, a several conscious expanding systems. His areas of expertise include the following, psychology, philosophy, theology, parapsychology, science, engineering, mathematics, law, literature, history, music, organization, metaphysic, metaphysics, military science, political science, physical culture, and education. It was quite a mouthful, but super interesting. So without further ado, please welcome Jim Marshall to GEMS Podcast. Hi. Thank you so much, Jim, for being here. And we're going to start off with getting to know you a little bit better. So I'm going to give you two options up front. Are you ready? I'm ready. Would you like to play a rapid fire game or break the ice up front? I'm not sure what the difference is between those two things. So just do whatever you feel is appropriate. Okay. So um, breaking the ice, here's the questions. So you could share something crazy that you've done in your life or a fun and interesting fact about yourself. Well, I guess it depends on what you mean by crazy. I think some people would think that creating a brand new subject, which is at least a century ahead of current society, is a crazy thing to do. But that's what I did. Okay. And that subject is septemics, right? Yes. Okay. So let's dive into septemics. What exactly is septemics and what drove you to creating this subject? Okay, septemics is a philosophical science based on the fact that many phenomena related to human beings occur in a sequence of seven levels. Literally, the word septemics means of or pertaining to seven. Septemics comprises a collection of scales 
or sequences, each of which human phenomena into a hierarchy of seven steps. There are 35 such scales which span the spectrum of human experience. And what I mean by that is there's no situation that is going to arise in a human being's life that does not respond to one or more of these scales. There are 24 scales which primarily apply to individuals and 11 which apply primarily to groups. Okay, so subtemics is deriv um, derived from the number seven. There's different layers that are built into subtemics and then there's over 24 different scales, right? And for someone who is listening into this, why would they be interested to learn about subtemics? Because there's already so much knowledge on the market, but what makes subtemics stand out? I wrote this book to help people. Each of these 35 scales provides a user with an infallible way of determining the salutariness or beneficialness of any group, individual, or activity. If the group, individual, or activity moves persons or groups up these scales, it's beneficial or positive. If it moves them down, it's detrimental or negative. Moreover, just finding out what level you, another person, or some group is at is by itself enlightening and beneficial. Finally, once you know the actual level of a person or group, you can improve that person or group by moving them up one level at a time. All of these advantages represent major steps forward for society. Each of these scales is an axis against which to evaluate human behavior. Combined, they empower one to understand, predict, and manage human affairs to a degree hitherto unattainable by most. Okay, so as you were describing it, um, I was trying to get a visual pic um, picture in my mind since I like to visualize things. So would you say that there are four quadrants and then there's an X and Y axes where you can move into different quadrants when looking at septemics or is that a wrong visual representation? That's a wrong visual representation. Okay. Uh, the best representation is the septemics logo which I think I sent you. It is a seven pointed star. Each of the rays is pointing in a different direction and is a different color, but between them, they make a complete spectrum. Mm. So there are 35 scales, each of which has seven levels. So there are 245 different levels, each of which had to be verified. I worked on this book for 25 years before I released it oh, wow. because as an engineer, uh, I am devoted irrevocably to the truth, A, and B, whatever I create must work. And I know from 25 years of experience and direct observation that the system works. If you go to my website, you'll see what readers have said about it, what writers have written about it, you'll see reviews. And so there's no speculation involved in this. All of this was discovered empirically. Uh, and I can tell you how I how I worked it out, but, but uh, it's all based on natural law. Okay. And then, so 25 years is a long time. So you've been studying this over, um, over that amount of time before you released the book. And then with you coming out of formal education, um, are the institutes that you previously taught at, are they teaching this principle to their current students now? No. So is a new subject. 
Mm -hmm. uh, the problem with the new subject is it's hard to get anybody to pay attention to it because most people are in a slot. First of all, most people don't read books. Today. Of the people who do read books, most of them read fiction books. Of the people who read nonfiction books, most of them are in a slot, meaning psychologists read psychology books, mathematicians read mathematicians, mathematics books, historians read history books, and so forth. This is a brand new subject. This subject envelops and contains all of the other subjects. So only a polymath could have derived this. So what happened was I was working with my clients for decades okay. successfully, and I started observing patterns in their improvement. In other words, when they improved, they were moving up scales. Now, I never discussed this with anyone, but I wrote it down. By 1995, I had about 32 scales of varying lengths. There was one scale in particular that had six levels that I knew absolutely was correct. And in 1995, I discovered a seventh level. When I inserted that seventh level into this six level scale, it clicked in mathematically, which told me that it was natural law. So then I said, I wonder if some of these other scales are also actually seven level scales. Because of the other 30 odd scales that I had, only one of them had seven levels. So what I did is I inspected all the other scales. And because I knew what I was looking for, I was able to find the remaining levels of all of these other scales fairly quickly. And in a few months, I had about 32 scales. They were all seven level and which all had a mathematical underpinning. So I realized this is a new subject. I have discovered hitherto unknown phenomena from which I constructed uh, a revolutionary philosophical science called Septemics, and which I published in a book called Septemics, Hierarchies of Human Phenomena. Now, I thought after 25 years of seeing results and redundantly verifying this, that it was time to release it. And so I did the book's been out a little more than a year. It's very hard to get anyone to read something that is a new subject. So this is comparable to uh, Newton publishing the three laws of motion, to uh, Mendeleev publishing the periodic table of chemistry, and so forth. It's 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 a new paradigm. Okay. But but it is it was inarguably correct. So I wanted to focus on this because with things being new, you need to really test them. I understand that from your background that you've tested this for over 25 years and you've seen that it works, but okay, we see that from your perspective, but someone who's coming, coming in to this new phenomenon, we have to also prove to them that this subject matter works. So what are some of your missions to get this book into the hands of other people so they could see it from your vantage point and your perspective, whether they are psychologists, whether they're mathematicians, logicians, um, engineers or etc because it's great that we have the book on the market and it's educational and you know that it works because you've tested it but how can you get the buy-in of other people that share some similarities similar to yourself well first of all what I can tell you is from day one literally in 1995 
when I sent out the first transcripts to colleagues of mine, everyone was blown away by this book. This has been going on for 26 years now. Anyone who reads the book or anyone who discusses it with me is blown away. This is way ahead of human society. This is a leap forward for human society. Now, I'm actually not interested in proving anything to anyone. I'm not a salesman, I'm an engineer. I created this system and if someone reads it and studies it and follows the instructions in the book because it's very explicit about how to use it, even how to study it, there are glossaries, not only for every chapter, but for the introduction. So I'm trying to make it easy for people to understand by giving them the definitions. So they know exactly what definition I'm using in each level of every skill. Uh, but if you read the book uh, in the manner that it is intended, meaning it's a textbook. And if you follow it from day one, the way you would study uh, a math book, a science book, from the first page, carefully reading all the glossaries, you will see that it has an immense amount of extremely useful information. Uh, what I tell all of my readers is read it once the way you would study a text. And then the second time through, find your level on every scale. And that, if you do that, by the time you get to the end, you will be a new person, a better person, an improved person. Because this subject explains things that to most people are thought of as inexplicable or random. And I'm saying these things are not random and they're not inexplicable. I have explained them in the book. Okay. And then I guess that goes into my next question because I pull, I Googled the book right now because I really like to be very present when I'm doing the interviews. And I see that it says you focus, you focus on analysis, prediction, and management of human affairs. So the analysis, would you say that's the research that you spent 25 years on and you put that into the book? No. The okay. analysis... The analysis is the analysis the reader would do when using the scale. For okay. example, there's the scale of basic purposes. Every human being has one of seven basic purposes. Okay, everyone has purposes, but everyone has a basic purpose. In most cases, this lasts the person's lifetime. In other words, it does not change during the person's life. So. When you find your basic purpose, it makes living much easier because you know what you're about. The, each scale is expressed in what you might call a table or a spreadsheet or a matrix. And it gives a lot of information telling you what the scale means, how it works, what the phenomena are related to each level. So when you find your level, either generally or as regards some specific context, uh, it will be an epiphany and it will open the way for you to improve your level. You, you can move up one level. One of the axioms of the subject is that you can never skip a level. You may think you skip a level. It may seem you skip a level, but you never skip a level. Sometimes you go through very quickly or easily, but you still went through. Just like 
If you're on the second floor and you want to go to the eighth floor, you're going to go through the third, the fourth, the fifth, the sixth, the seventh. There's no way to get to the eighth. Even if you go out and climb with a rope outside the building, you're still going past those floors. And that is how these scales are. There's no skipping of levels. And this solves a gigantic problem because most people have situations, they know what the situation is, but they don't know how to fix it. This book solves that problem. It tells you with specificity. You find the level you're at, and then you target yourself to move up one level to what the next level is above that. And you will 99% of the time be able to do that. Now you have an enhanced position. And then if you get to the next position, then you can move up to the one above that. If you try to skip a level, you won't get there. It's like crash dieting. Nobody can lose 100 pounds. You can lose one pound 100 times. Okay. But, but that's what makes this so useful. You analyze your situation and then you can predict what's going to happen either with yourself or somebody else because you know the scale. And because of that, you can manage the situation. Okie dokie. So it sounds like you definitely have to get the book really in order to go through the steps and just kind of understand where you're coming from. And then just hearing you speak, you can't, you know, just say, oh, you know what? I really don't want to be at step A. I'm going to jump to step C. No, you're saying that you have to go through every step in order, in sequential order, in order to fully understand it. Actually, that's not what I was saying. What I was saying is when you find yourself at a particular level, mm-hmm. okay, for example, the scale of basic purposes, let's say you find out that your basic purpose is uh, to prosper, to win, okay, that's level three. Uh, okay, so you know that's what you are about. Now, you may be able to move up to the next level up, which is level two, which is conquest which is a very different thing. All of this is explained in detail in the book, what all these levels mean and how to use them. But the idea of the gradients is that you, you, you find an area of your life, let's say choice, the scale of choice, okay? Scale of choice is about freedom because if you have choice, you have freedom. If you can't make a choice, you have no freedom. So everyone wants to be free. So you can move yourself up the scale of choice by finding out what level you're at and then moving yourself up to the next level above that. And then having achieved that, then you can move up one more level from that. You can't skip them. You don't really have a choice. In other words, you are at the level you are at. Hmm. You know, if, if, if you live on 13th Street, you can't just say you live on 14th Street. You live on 13th Street, okay? And then you can decide, because you know what street you're on, how are you going to get to let's say 18th street. Most people don't know where they are or what they're doing. And so they sort of wander through life. And this book solves that problem. I think I would have to read the book to put it into my own context to really understand where you're coming from because I feel like in life, and I'm just speaking from layman's perspective, uh, my background supply chain and logistics. And when I work with engineers, we can have the same Um, end result, but we come up with different solutions to get to that end. So I may have one way of doing something, but I end up with the same solution that the engineer has. But can we really say that one way was 
right over the other because there's always going to be different ways on how you solve a problem just like in addition or um, multiplication or in life in general because sometimes I feel like we all go through life and how we deal with certain problems is also building character and I think just the viewpoints that you have may be different than some of the viewpoints that other people have but are the other people wrong I would say no they're just having they just have a different way of processing their own method but they could end up with the very same solution as you, Jim. Well, let me put it this way. Two plus two equals four. Doesn't matter where you live. Doesn't matter what planet you're on. Doesn't matter uh, whether you think that's true or not. It is true. The Pythagorean theorem is true. It was true before Pythagoras derived it. It was true before the earth existed. It's part of the fabric of the universe, okay? It's natural law. Each of these scales is based on natural law. Opinion has nothing to do with it. In other words, it's like, so there are some people who still think the earth is flat. Okay, that is wrong. That is absolutely, if you study physical science, you will find out that not only is it wrong, it's not possible. If you study physics, it's not possible that a planet could be anything but spherical, more or less spherical. Okay. It is based on natural law. So some things are right and some things are wrong. If you don't think that A squared plus B squared equals C squared in a right triangle, you are wrong. People go to school to learn what's right and what's wrong. If you think America was discovered by Abraham Lincoln, you're wrong. Okay. It wasn't. So it was discovered, if you're talking about Europeans, by Christopher Columbus. Now, of course, there are people who say, well, the Vikings were here first. That may be true. In fact, it probably is true. But in terms of the way they teach American history, they usually say that Columbus discovered America. It certainly wasn't George Washington or Abe Lincoln. So some things are provably wrong and some things are not provably wrong. In other words, if I say the Beatles are better than the Rolling Stones, that is an opinion. Nobody can prove that, okay? So engineering is based on fact. Engineers do not accept opinions because we are required to get results, okay? I got results with my clients for many decades and this information just presented itself. It just fell out in front of me. And because of my polymathic background, I was able to see what I was looking at and eventually develop it into septemics. But there are some things that are just wrong. And telling people the other does not help them because they're not going to get where they want to go. If you think putting milk into the gas tank of your car is going to make your car run, you're wrong about that. It's not. You need something like gasoline. You might be able to get some more kerosene, uh, but you have to have a hydrocarbon because that's how the engine is designed to work, okay? You can't run it on milk or peanut butter or lemonade, okay? That is what engineering is about. We create things based on scientific fact. So first I had to discover the phenomena, which I did. And then from that, I had to create the system, Septemix. And then when I had proven it redundantly to be correct, I published the book. 
Okie dokie. So, yes, the proof is in the pudding in, in your um, eyes. So the last question I will ask is, or, or challenge, it would be like religion, for example, and not, and not that we're making this a debate, but some people say that God is real. Other people say he's not. So can you apply septemics in that discussion? Well, the word God only appears in one scale, the scale of spiritual identity. And you would have to study the scale to see the context. The word religion only appears in one scale, and that's the scale of civilization, which covers how civilizations develop. Uh, and religion is level two on that scale. Uh, but I would say uh, there are only a few subjects that I do not touch in my discussion of septemics. One is politics and one is religion because they're divisive. And septemics is for anyone who can read English and wants to improve himself for his life. So I don't wanna make that a factor, but people are entitled to whatever opinions they have. The question is, can you get a result? Uh, if you think that uh, you can hit a baseball further with a wooden bat than with an iron bat or an aluminum bat, I would say go out and test it. You will find after many tests that you can hit a ball further with an aluminum bat than a wooden bat. It has nothing to do with opinion. It is, is a physical phenomenon. That is why professional athletes, professional baseball players are required to use a wooden bat, okay? Because it would completely change the game if they're using an aluminum bat. Now, amateurs use aluminum bats because they're, they're mostly kids and there's really no money involved and it doesn't really matter too much. They all hit the ball further, so it evens out. But that is a fact. And if you study it, you will find out. That is what science is about. It's establishing what is real. And most scientists do not get into religion. Most engineers do not get into religion. I have my own opinion. I studied it more than most people, so I know a lot about it. Uh, but it really does not have any place in septemics. Okay, thank you for sharing um, your viewpoints there. And as we wind down, Jim, what is your call to action for this segment? What do you want people to do when they hear the topic of septemics and they hear you elaborate and the passion in your voice behind it? Well, the first thing you should do is go to my website, septemics.com, S-E-P-T-E-M-I-C-S. There's an immense amount of information there, which anybody can look at. And after you look at it, you'll see that this is an established subject, which is thought of very well by many people and has helped many people. And then I would say, hey, get the book. It comes in hardbound, softbound, and ebook. The ebook is not expensive. So for the small investment that you make in an ebook, you can change your whole life. If you study it, if you follow the instructions, it's very specific about how to use it, what to do, what not to do. And everything is in the book. That's why I spent 25 years on it, because I wanted to write a book that would be accessible to the general public. Anyone who can read English, there are about 1.5 billion people who can read English can take advantage of this book. And I hope they do, because it's there to help you 
live a better life, a more ethical life, a more successful life, a life that helps pursuing your own dreams and your own values. And there you have it, listeners and viewers, Jim Marshall, the author of Septemics. Um, make sure you connect with him if you're interested in learning more on the subject matter. His contact information will be in the show notes. Lastly, but, but not least, make sure you subscribe and share this segment. We're on 40 plus platforms. And for those of you interested in the video component, you'd like to put a face to the name. We are on YouTube at Gems with Genesis Amaris Kemp for all things video content. We're also looking for brand sponsors where you'll see that the podcast is ranked out of 3% per 2.8 million podcasts. So we're globally ranked in the top 3%. So you could find out more information by heading on over to genesisamarskemp.net and where to find the metrics regarding the rankings. It's at www.listennotes.com. And once again, it's we are ranked globally in the top 3% out of 2.8 million podcasts. I want to thank you for tuning back in and continuing to support the mission to educate, inspire, and motivate while we connect the dots for diversity, equity, inclusion, and belonging, because it takes all of us coming together and engaging in conversations to make this world a better place. Until next time, peace, love, and lots of blessings. Thank you for listening to another segment of GEMS Podcast. Hope you enjoyed this recording. Make sure you like, comment, share, and subscribe to GEMS Podcast on your audio platform, as well as our YouTube channel, GEMS with Genesis Mars Kemp. We would love for you to be a sponsor, so please reach out via email at GEMS, G-E-M-S, with W-I-T-H, Genesis, G-E-N-E-S-I-S, Amaris, A-M-A-R-I-S, Kemp, K-E-M-P, at gmail.com, where your brand, your swag, your services can be here on GEMS Podcast.